What is it like inside the Earth? So by t- the end of today's lesson, I should be able to explain the structure of the Earth and its physical properties. So the geosphere includes the Earth's interior, rocks and minerals, landforms and the processes that, the, that shape the Earth's surface. And the lithosphere is a solid part of the Earth made up of rocks, minerals and other elements, not including the oceans, but it is split into the tectonic plates. So going down into the middle of the Earth, there is the crust, the mantle, the outer core and the inner core. And the outer core is a liquid and the inner core is a solid. And near the top is the sphenosphere, which is in between the crust and mantle. So the trends in the trends in density is getting a lot bigger because it starts at 2.7, which is the lithosphere, and ends at 9.2, 12.2, which is the core. And the air temperature is getting a lot hotter because the lithosphere, which starts at 900 degrees, ends at the core, which is 5,000 degrees. So there's a continental crust and the oceanic crust, and the main differences between them are depth, density, speed of cooling, crystal size and age. Plate tectonics. By the end of today's lesson, I should be able to explain how and why do Earth's tectonic plates move and what are the four types of boundaries they create. So the order of how the tectonic plates move is the Earth's core, then to radioactive decay, then geothermal heat, then convection current, then the tectonic plates and then it creates the magnetic field. So if the tectonic plates are moving towards each other, that means they're destructive. If they're moving away from each other, that means they're constructive. But if they're moving away from each other but next to each other, that means they're conservative. So the four types of boundaries, number one is the destructive boundary, which is a convergent. At this boundary, the plates that cover the oceans are pushed under the continental plates. So the subducted plate, which means going under, starts to melt because of the high temperature inside the earth. Where the plate melts, volcanoes and land arcs come from. An example of this creates big earthquakes and explosive volcanoes. The second one is a collision boundary, which is another convergent. At this boundary, two continental plates meet. When they meet, they do not dip under one another. Instead, they fold up into mountains such as the Himalayas and Alps, and an example is big earthquakes. The third one is a constructive boundary, which is a divergent. This is a growing spreading boundary. Molten rock known as magma pushes its way up from the centre of the earth. This means any rock at the surface is pushed aside. By doing this, the plate grows as the new molten rock takes its place. And an example of this is weak earthquakes and active volcanoes. And the fourth one is a constructive boundary, which is a transform. At this boundary, two continental plates meet. They either move in opposite directions to, the, to each other or in the same direction, but at different speeds. So an example of this is extreme earthquakes. Volcanic hazards and why people still live there. By the end of today's lesson, I should know the main dangers from a volcanic eruption and why people still choose to live near these dangers. So, some of the dangers are lava. Hot lava can rush down very quickly and destroy most things. Pryoclastic throat. It's extremely fast moving. Hot ash and rock debris destroys pretty much everything in its path and it can travel miles from the volcano. Ash. Falls, falls build up on roofs, causing them to collapse. There's lahars, they're powerful floodwaters mixed with ash. There's a lava bomb, lava boulders that get thrown from the volcano. There's gas, and it can be extremely deadly and spread quickly. There's earthquakes, the magma gets built up to create earthquakes, which creates the floor to move. So the magma gets built up inside of the volcano, which causes them to move. 
There's a tsunami, the earthquakes get happen, and then they cause a tsunami, which is a massive water flow. And then there's finally acid rain. It's very deadly and burns through everything. And it can be caused by the gas and ash. So some reasons why people still live there is because inside the volcano, there's some diamonds and they can get hot springs, that, which can give really hot water. There's really good fertile soil. And some people might not even be aware of risks. And some people could even be tourists and just really like it there. So they could just choose to live there. Reducing the risk of tectonic hazards. By the end of today's lesson, I should be able to explain four ways in which we manage the risk of tectonic hazards. There are four management strategies for reducing the risk from tectonic plates, which are monitoring, prediction, protection and planning. So for volcanic risk reduction, so there's monitoring. So you can use sensimeters, which are used to measure earthquakes occurring near an eruption. And there's tilt meters, which are used to measure in blit land. There are robots monitor, which you use if gas increases, and a measure temperature, which you use if it gets hotter. And also, prediction, based on a scientific monitoring to make an accurate prediction, e.g. Iceland. Protection, earth embankments, which are large, large mounds, or explosive to divert larger lava, e.g. Mount Atna. Planning, creating explosives, explosive zones around volcano be ready and aware to evacuation basic provisions and a good reliable communication system and now for earthquake risk reduction so monitoring you can use a sensimeter which is shaking variety ocean boys which detect wave changes and gps satellites which detect changing land type and prediction you can use laser beams which is plate movement sensimeter which are used for vibrations, radon gas, which level increases, and looking at historical events, where, not when. Protection, buildings that resist ground shaking, use shock absorbs, walls reinforced with steel, open areas for evacuation, and shutters to stop breaking glass. And finally, planning, you can use trained people, earthquake-proof buildings, earthquake drills, emergency kicks, secure roads and bridges and communication. Why does rising magma cause earthquakes to occur? Rising magma pushes against the cracks causing earthquakes. How can scientists monitor changing shape of a volcano? They monitor them by using tilt meters. Why in, in Istanbul is at risk from a future earthquake? Scientists use data dates to determine whereabouts. And warning signs are tilting land if an amount of gas increases, if it gets hotter, and how buildings can be safer, and they can be safer by using shock absorbers. Exam techniques on an eight marker question. So these are some key things you might consider adding. So the first thing is you need to think about the command word in the question. So some examples of a command word could be identify and assess. However, if it is assess, assess means you need to come to a conclusion at the end. You also need to think about what else you could add. So if it's asking you a question, you've written the key points, but you might want to think what else could you add to make your answer better. You could also add facts and figures, which will give you a high mark. And at the end, you need to come to a clear conclusion so people know what your opinion is. 
and you also want to add a named example so that could be where it is or what it is called and finally you need to consider adding um adding primary and secondary causes so you can compare them with the similarities or differences so yeah that's the key points